everyone. Welcome back to Games Nation, part of the Nerds List. In this episode, episode two, that we were still excited that we're bringing to you guys. I think we got some good listeners in the last one, and we hope we're bringing some of you guys back. We hope you're enjoying it so far. On episode two, we go into Diablo 3 a little bit. Mm. Um, with me still, as always, is Dingo Man. Hello. How, how are you today? Number 444. Four, four. <laughs> and we decided to talk about it because Dingo Man is, is a seasoned dish vet in Diablo 3. And I'm such a friggin' rookie noob. Uh, I got in on a trial of it and I started playing. So we talk about Diablo 3 a little bit on what it's like for people who are interested in trying it out, people who might be starting out playing it. And we got a seasoned vet here to kind of be like, hey, are you playing it right? Are you concerned about how you're playing if you might not be getting the most fun experience out of it? Because that was something I had. So we go over Diablo 3, and then we also, towards the end of the podcast, Dingo Man found out some really sweet stuff about what is the G-Force now. Do you want to give a summary on that, dude? Yeah, it's just a uh, kind of like Netflix, but for games, uh, essentially. And I know we're a little bit late to the Diablo 3 party. You know, the game's like six years old, but I've been playing <laughs> it off and on since it came out. Uh, he, he's called me a seasoned veteran. I mean, I don't want to go too crazy. I'm not that good, but uh, I have been <laughs> playing it for quite a while. Yeah, I've been playing it for quite a while. Um, but yeah, I guess let's get right into it. Well, about Diablo, like, I, all right, I just started gaming in Diablo. Uh, I got, like, I, I've been here. I know the rep it has. I know those games started years ago, and they're still amazing. I think you even said, like, Diablo 3 kind of sucked, and then, like, Reaper of Souls came out for 3, and it kind of saved it, right? Is that, like, what the just of Diablo 3 was? Yes, to a certain extent, yeah. Um, it, okay. it gave it, like... A lot more to do, basically. A lot more randomly generated stuff, so you're not just running the campaign over and over again, which people really liked. And it got rid of the auction house, which was a huge thing. People absolutely hated. So it just made changes that people just begged for since the game actually released. And yeah, people they liked it way to the community and delivered after it was out. Hmm. Because, like, I was debating on it for a long time and everything. And a, a family party or whatnot, I got on Nerd Talk with um, my friend Groovy Mike. And Groovy Mike's, like, in his 40s. He has a daughter, Ava. She's awesome. And Groovy Mike's got a PlayStation 3, and he has Diablo. And him and his friend Brian and Ava, they, like, all play Diablo together and everything. Mm. And Ava is a... Is it Necromancer? Is that what the word is in the, in the Diablo realm? Yes, there is a Necromancer, which they just released a couple months ago, like six months ago or something. Um, oh, it couldn't have been that then. Or maybe she was a warlock. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe she was a there warlock There is a witch doctor, a crusader, a barbarian, a wizard, and a demon hunter. And then now also a Necromancer. I'm thinking maybe she might have been a chick wizard then. But Mike was just like, yeah, originally she just started out a simple little, you know, wizard or whatnot. She had, like, a ball of electricity in her hand. And now he goes, she's like, we played it so much, Ava's character is just a friggin' badass. I'm like, 
really? What, like, what is Shit's no longer just like a ball of electricity. It's like electricity with fire around it and three skulls floating around <laughs> it. And she has like electricity coming out of her eyes and just, she just looks like someone not to be messing with. I'm like, wow, this game sounds pretty Evan epic and everything and stuff. So I, um, I guess they had like a, I could play it for free. I think I probably still could. Maybe it'll like stop being free once I hit a level cap. But I was playing it and everything, and like I'm doing it by myself and stuff. And and it seems pretty sweet. But like, how are you? What is your experience with like Diablo? Ben? is it like epic? Am I like not getting the full effect from it? But I think I'm just doing campaign. Am I like gaming it wrong? Kinda. Well, okay. So ARPGs are kind of weird because it's less about the game really, and it's more about your character. So, like, when you first start, like, yeah, you're like, okay, this is cool, you know, I'm getting loot, like, this is this is awesome, blah, 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 blah. But as soon as you get, like, start to understand how all the systems work together and stuff like that, you, uh, you know, I'll make a new character almost every time I play sometimes. Because it's just mm-hmm. like, I want to try using this build or that build and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, uh, it's a lot of, like, just... It's a big learning. experiment. Yeah, you basically experiment with the just different skills and the different gear that augments those skills because you'll get legendary items, which will have, in Diablo specifically, some of the other ARPGs don't do this, but it'll have an ability which will like directly affect one of your like core skills um, mm-hmm. and like you know make it explode five times or something or randomly automatically cast this thing or you know have it be affected by the you know one of the there's a runes which augment how the skill works uh it can you know basically always make one of the runes active so you can have two instead of just the one that you normally have um and it's just a lot it's a lot about min maxing and just you know being as efficient as possible and just killing thousands and thousands of monsters within <laughs> you know as fast as you humanly can do it and so i don't know it did make me feel pretty freaking powerful like it's... i i was wicked tired and i i didn't really want to stop playing it it was like it wasn't like feeding my craving it didn't really satisfy me 100% it was it it made me feel like i kept chasing after that yeah, yeah that's 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 a hundred percent yeah it never it yeah you always can get stronger um and kill stronger things more efficiently there's always more gear that'll drop that you'll be like whoa that's cool and um you know they, they're just like in the lyrics of rob zombie it just flat out made me feel like a super beast <laughs> that is exactly what those games do yeah you get ridiculously <laughs> strong and you mow down just huge packs of monsters. I mean, in Diablo, what you're really supposed to do is gather up. You're not even supposed to fight them as you encounter them. You're supposed to, like, run past them so they chase you, get them all into a ball, and just use one spell to wipe out, like, 200 things all at once. And, um... You know, they're just... You don't have to think a lot. There's no story. And there's always something to achieve. And it's really Mm fast-paced. I I just really like them, because, you know, if you're thinking about stuff, and you basically it's the only time i really have to use math after graduating high school is <laughs> in these games is bust out the calculator sometimes be going into diablo being all like leroy jenkins <laughs> yeah you can't or more you can go four 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 <sighs> you can you can definitely just go in there and just you know not really worry about it and probably do okay but you'll definitely hit a wall where like 
you're gonna have to optimize your gear and stuff to be able to progress further because you're just gonna get slaughtered mm. um because a lot of pieces of gear like synergize with each other and stuff like that um and it's just it's just cool i've just been playing a lot of diablo a lot of path of exile and a lot of grim dawn kind of circling between the three they're the same genre but they're completely different in terms of like how how the gear works and how the abilities work and stuff like that so even though they're very similar they're different enough to where uh they kind of you know serve a different purpose i suppose hmm yeah i I haven't touched diablo in a while though i should be getting back into the thing like i gotta see if i even still like got it i don't even think i have no because it launches through a launcher doesn't right yeah blizzard has their own launcher um it uh, the new season comes out on the 26th, I think, 23rd, 26th, something like that. So is this like it's that, – that's what I wanted to ask. That's what I wanted to get talking about. What are these seasons? Because, mm. like, I knew there's the game, Diablo, and there's Reaper of Souls. What, is there, like, an event or something? Or, like, what are these kind seasons for Diablo? Of, kind of. So Path of Exile does seasons just like Diablo does, except Path of Exile kind of does it cooler. Um, but a season essentially is where um, a new season will start, and on that date, anyone who goes to make a seasonal character will have to start from scratch. Uh, everyone gets all their characters wiped, they get moved into what's called the Standard League, and then you have to make a brand new character, you have no gold, you have none of the stuff you've like saved in your stash, and then from that point forward... Um, you know, it basically isolates people to a certain leaderboard where everyone started at the same day, has the same amount of time to try and progress to see who can get the farthest within that three-month period. Um, and they give you hmm. a pretty, usually a really powerful set of gear for doing basically nothing, just getting some achievements done, and then they give you like a full set of gear, which will just uh, whatever character you choose to get to max level and, you know, get this set of gear, you'll just instantly be uh, pretty pretty damn strong, honestly, compared to what you would be as if you just leveled to 70 and started trying to get the gear yourself. They give you a pretty good set. And then, um, Sweet. so it basically is just, you know, people who are new to the game, they get handed something that makes at least one character powerful. You can only get one set of gear per season from one character, so... Um, then at that point, if you want to make, like, oh, I played a witch doctor, I want to make a barbarian now, you would have to level him up organically. But it's just it's just cool, um, you know? And people, there there is actually a really, I guess I wouldn't say large, but really passionate community involved in Diablo 3. Like, there's always people talking oh, yeah. in global chat and stuff like that. Always people inviting people to parties and, and helping other people who are new to the game. So it's cool that way. Um, but... You know, I briefly mentioned Path of Exile had seasons and that they did theirs better. Essentially, a season in Path of Exile, um, they also add a, like, gimmick mechanic to the season. So everyone will start fresh, have no characters, but there will also be, like, random portals that spit out monsters and stuff like that that can give you special gear. And Diablo doesn't do any of that. They just kind of, you know, reset everything, wipe your characters. There's some new legendaries you can get uh, only specific to the season, and, you know, past that, it's really just uh, about leaderboards and stuff. But this next season, I am probably going to try and get hmm, okay. somewhere on the leaderboard that's not garbage. Maybe 10... I'm going to try and go for, like, 10,000 or something on the leaderboard. I've never, like, cared much. Like, whenever there was a game that had leaderboards, I never, like, gave a crap to look at them sometimes. Like, 
when I was when I did Batman because I actually was kicking some ass in in Batman Arkham Asylum. Like I needed to have like all three three out of three batarangs and everything. <laughs> still. I, I kind of like leaderboard myself then because I'm like I'm actually kind of taking this shit serious a little bit. And I'm kicking some ass. Let's just see where I'm at on the leaderboard. And then like I see like everybody that doesn't like. Never mind. Yeah, leaderboards. <laughs> have or intimidating i don't know i really liked leaderboards in the good old days when there was like basically any game ever no matter what it was would have like a score system for the levels like devil may cry for whatever reason at the end of a level would be mm-hmm. like you got an s plus and you're like sick i guess thank you you know like <laughs> I, back in the good old days i liked the leaderboards but they weren't online leaderboards they were kind of against your friends or your siblings or something now with the online leaderboards yeah. They, people cheese it somehow. I don't know what they do, but you'll see on these leaderboards that, like, where second place someone will have finished in, like, five minutes or something, first place will be, like, 12 seconds. And you're like, what the fuck? And sometimes it'll be, like, every single one on the top, top end, you know, top 100 will be, like, five seconds or something. And it's obviously they're glitching or something like that, and I don't know. I, I like the leaderboards where... It's score-based, and people can't, like, abuse a system to just get, like, unlimited score. Then I'll care about it. But if you can abuse some kind of system and just cheese it and get to the top, then I don't care about the leaderboard in that game because uh, no one's scores are They'll legitimate be at that those point. Guys. Yeah, there are always going to be those guys that are looking for that easy way for, you know, awesome no- level number one shit. Yeah, but, you know... In a game like that where one guy can do it, then at, the, then at that point you kind of got to assume that maybe even unintentionally some people have done something similar and, you know, none of the scores are valid at that point. And I don't know. I like the idea behind leaderboards, but a lot of times they just don't pan out the way uh, they were intended, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I've never gone for a first place on a leaderboard. I've always gone for, like, as long as I'm not in the, you know, 400,000th place. Even if I'm above 100,000, I'm usually like, nice. Yeah, I, like, for gaming, I'm not even too sure what exactly I'm after from games anymore. Like, the games that I like playing have over the past few years have always been online cooperative and everything and team-based and stuff. So I guess what I'm looking for from games mainly is just, like, a good bonding friendship and some laughs and good times and shit and things like that, which is one reason why I'm very curious to be getting my hands on Vampire and everything. Vampire is the single-player game. I don't remember the last time I've looked forward to a single-player game. It might be fucking prototype for all I know for a single-player game that I was looking forward to. So, I mean, other than, like, Final Fantasy and obviously, like, Red Dead Revolver or Redemption 2. Red Dead Revolver was the original one. Mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption 2. Other than the big-name titles like that that are, like, basically not going to yeah. be horrible. I haven't looked forward to, like, a single-player game in a in a long time, yeah. Because, like, Grand Theft Auto V, like, all right, you'd play that story. Actually, Grand Theft Auto V was the only Grand Theft Auto game I played and completed and everything. I've never completed, but like, never completed a uh, Grand Theft Auto I know, game. they are long, but something about five was was great. Like, they had, they just had, like, three good characters to make the story interesting and stuff. That and Trevor true. had some fucked up, funny, good comedy <laughs> relief and everything Trevor, and kept Trevor, you interested. If I were to ever beat it, it would be because I wanted to see all of Trevor's shenanigans, basically. Yeah, man. 
<laughs> but and then like you beat it and then like they still have their online multiplayer shit to keep it going and everything and stuff so like yeah so I'm like, Vampire, i never really liked the online stuff i played with it was so bad when it first started i don't know if you were no. in on it but it would take it would be impossible to get into a session slash server and it would be so shitty and laggy and glitchy, and you could disconnect, and all oh, the loading screens were murder. Oh yeah, I remember. Murder. I remember trying to connect online when my friend had it for like PS4. We sat there for like five minutes, and then it was just like, "Yeah, sorry, we can't connect you." And I'm like, "What the? F we Couldn't you have found that out earlier? We just sat here for five minutes. Come on." Um, but yeah, I mean, I, the few times I've played the online Grand Theft Auto. I just get ran over, shot. Like, I don't even know what you're supposed to do. Like, it just kind of seems like people just drive around and kill each other. Like, I, but they're talking about, like, build a company, become a CEO, you know, make a biker gang. And I'm like, I just get ran over when I'm walking on the sidewalk. Like, I don't, how do you do any of this cool shit that sounds awesome? I, like, oh, cool. I like, uh... Yeah, all right. We'll start out how Grand Theft Auto is with those sessions. Like it's, I thought for one, I like I like and thought it was awesome that they finally got it on a big scale where they could get a bunch of people together to be playing like real world shit. That was pretty cool when you think about it, and then you get into what it really becomes, and it's just like oh god, like you're saying, you get in there, you just get nailed and get you get gang raped, shit. and then you got the guy like there'd be people with the fighter jets. As soon as I got in a server one time. Dude with a fighter pilot jet be flying all around and just ripping up everybody. So I join a new session. And then it's like, okay, you get lucky and you get you get a good server session going. Not a lot of people in there. You can get your friends in. But then what it's coming down to, like, when Grand Theft Auto, they finally got their server shits down and together. And you could do, like, the, the beginning bank robbery heists and stuff. Mm. And you could work with your team. That was pretty good, and that was pretty sweet and everything. Yeah, I tried and, joining some of those like lobby-based games and stuff because they have the mini games and everything like that, and they were mm -hmm. real yeah. hit or miss. Like some of them were really fun, yeah. some of them were really bad, but no one was racing. I'll be honest with you, I actually basically yeah. bought the game to race people online, and no one does it. So, well, I, some of the you're right, because like I can't, I don't know, because I went from Xbox. I just started up on PC a few months ago, so I'm like, I'm like a shit level. I'm like level like eight. I'm like so rookied right now because it's I had to start a brand new profile over. But I remember on the Xbox one, some of the mini games that I loved, the, the one was awesome. It was like, it was like bumper cars like high up in the sky. Oh yeah, you I think would it was have. <laughs> Yeah, you'd have guys that would be in like souped-up sports cars that would be running around, driving around this platform. Then you'd have guys in big Ford F-150s, and then you'd have guys in like dump trucks that couldn't be pushed, but they're slow as hell. And you all had to like, you know, what team or what individual would be last standing and everything and stuff. And like, I, I wanted to get back into some of those, but I'm not finding them. The only ones I'm able to do right now, maybe because I'm such a low level, are just like. Okay, you're gonna do a motorcycle race around the city. I'm like, but no, I want to be doing the silly, do the ridiculous, cool fun shit. shit. Yeah, what is this crap? <laughs> but yeah, but now, like, I mean, I kind of like, but for their CEOs, I didn't give a shit much about those. Uh, I, I'm a biker, so when they did the when they you know were doing their Sons of Anarchy shit with their motorcycle clubs, I hopped on that bandwagon because I wanted to be I wanted my own biker club. I wanted to be selling and producing cocaine and weed and document foraging. You know, I wanted to be a badass, so I bought into that. 
And and the issue with it is it's it is such a fucking grind. It is such a huge ass grind to be going out, getting product, bringing it back. Then you have to you have to keep your game on and waste eight hours of in real life what? slash also in game time to be getting full cocaine product produced. And that's not even maxed out. That's that's so if like you're not logged one in, bar. it doesn't progress progress no, you gotta be logged yeah. in you gotta be in you can go and do other shit you can go and do some of these races while it produces it but it won't produce it overnight if you're not in the game that's fucking crazy i don't know yeah like... it's at least like how like these mobile games go oh like you start to get to a decent high level in some of these mobile app games if you're doing city builders or something it's gonna take a day and a half for you to get your castle yeah. to the next level Unless all right that's fine dollars yeah, you're like, all right, I can let that go for a day or whatnot, and so like, you know, but that's like, that's how the like, all right, you don't have to be in the game for the shit, the timer to be counting down. You do for this Grand Theft Auto stuff, and it's like, I get it, you want to be like doing real world shit and real life stuff. That's that's asking for a little too much demand though to actually be having your life be revolved around in game level up and and grindage and yeah. shit. And now it's it's like different. Now it's even more far out. They took it with like now it's like the world's under attack or or we're having a big like country to country war going off. And now the the last expansion that they came out with is like getting a little over the top much. Yeah, I, I think I it's they like, were originally banking on Grand Theft Auto Online kind of uh, carrying Grand Theft Auto Five for years. Like, I think they they wanted it to. It has the potential. I'm not gonna lie, it does. Yeah, it's got a lot I, of look. I mean, it's carried it this far for that so is long. True. But I just, it's like I said, I don't even know how to get involved in any of that stuff. Like when I join, I just. Die. What it's becoming to me now is it's like it's it's becoming the Saints Row franchise. In a sense, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, I can see that. Dude, I fucking love. Loved Saints Row 1, loved Saints Row 2. I thought Saints Row 3 became what the fuck is going on, and then after that, forget about it. Saints Row 3 was the one I beat, and I enjoyed it a lot. I actually played the ever-loving fuck out of it. But yeah. Saints Row 4, yeah, I don't, uh, you know... I'm like you're the president and alien. how did we go from street gangs and we're respect and we're about the row and we're trying to stop all the gangs and then we we got in prison for two years, we come back out, we rebring the gang back and we retake back Stillwater and then they kill Johnny Gat. That that's something that I didn't like in the third one. Like I mean the third was alright. Is the reason I give it an alright was because they killed off Gat so friggin' quickly. I don't even think you played the first mi – your first mission was he died, and here you go. Get into the game. I'm like, what? Johnny seriously died? He's the badass, though. He's the last original member besides you. How can he go out like that? He wouldn't uh – All right, you know way more about this game's lore than I do. <laughs> like, like I told you before, Well, that I was because, like, I, I got invested in the Saints Row when they – so I don't know yeah, I got invested into the game when it first came out because I, I loved its story and everything. I was all about Third Street, man. I was representing Third Street in high school. Like, what's up? <laughs> are you West Side or are you on the row? Who we? What are you about? I love like because like Grand Theft Auto was was mafia and organized crime, and then Saints yeah. Row it delivered the other aspect that Grand Theft Auto couldn't cover. And then Saints Row got friggin' whacked out. Now you're a superhero and aliens or this and that. And I'm like, why couldn't you just make your own video game 
portraying that stuff. Kill off Saints Row and keep Saints Row what it was and do your superhero shit. Don't take the Saints Row title. Don't take the Saints oh, Row yeah. characters that <laughs> and distort them so far out. And I'm like, I'll say this, like, if they're going to be this far out, and I know their last one was called Gat Out of Hell, <laughs> I will accept I will accept and be fine with the crazy-ass shit that they did from 3. I mean, 3 wasn't crazy. 3 things. Three was starting to get far out. I was fine with 3. It's when they went into the next one and, and these DLCs. Like, if you're going to go this far out and make to get Gat out of hell to bring him back to real life, and then if you get back into reality and get back into gangs, I'll accept all that. I'll accept this crazy out story to bring Johnny Gat back into the story for you to get back into street gangs. I'll accept it all if we can just get back into street gangs again. Yeah, I guess there's not really many many like street gang based games really. I mean, there was San Andreas, which I don't know. It, the thing with Grand Theft Auto is they did they've always been like ridiculous, but they've kind of tried to be realistic to a certain extent as well. Um, yeah, which I think is why Saints Row went so insane because they didn't want to be viewed as just like an exact Grand Theft Auto clone. But yeah, they kind of they kind of took it a little too far with the being the president. And yeah, the aliens, all that stuff. I mean, Saints Row Four was just. I'm like, hey, if, if you want that, I don't mind it. I just wish they didn't be. I just wish they didn't have to be using. Well, you know, it's that they're using the Saints Row name, but you know what? It comes. I was listening to um. I saw a documentary that someone was interviewing John Carpenter on, and this is just it's the same for video games, I guess you could say. He goes, the reason why remakes and reboots are so popular right now is because everyone knew the original, and when you say you're remaking it or rebooting it, you're saving yourself so much on advertisement. It's one thing you don't have to worry yeah, about because everyone true. knows what it was, and he's just like, that's what it is. So like. I get why they decided to to do what they did and completely change the Saints Row name and stuff. It's still Saints Row, but it's Saints Row the the I don't know the president or whatever it is. And get out of <laughs> hell! Like I get it. You're you're saving down on having to explain what it is and so much. And you took an awesome game title and I I, and I heard on a market realm since they've been doing these crazy things that the the market rate for it went up. So like I get it, but I'm just like. I remember the original Saints Row, and I'm just like, I want that back. I want another Saints Row realistic game and everything. Yeah. Back to the gang. But everyone wants the games from when they were younger, you know. But it's, um, you know, like, I love Final Fantasy IX, but I cannot play it today, you know. I'm like, I, you'll hear me say, like, I want a game exactly like Final Fantasy IX, something cool. Like, they should remaster that. But, like, I can't do the turn-based combat anymore, you know. Like, I loved it when I was a kid. I could do it mm -hmm. all day, but I can't do that anymore. So, I don't yeah. know, everything everything evolves, and yeah, you're right, definitely it is kind of, to a certain extent, free advertising if you just use the same name. And, uh, I mean, but everything... Hence, so what, it's, it's Final Fantasy 15? Yeah, 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 but that's, they've <laughs> always been, you know, when it got to Final Fantasy 9, I was like, Jesus, how many of these are they going to make? And here <laughs> they are, six, six, you know, games I was like, later. Six later. Um, but, I don't know, with anything... They're they're doing a lot of remakes now. Like no one has original mm -hmm. ideas to a certain extent, you know. And the ones that are original are like really weird or experimental. And then, you know, 
but you're getting remakes of all the like Tomb Raider and people are calling oh, the new Tomb Raiders are great and it's like well you know couldn't it have been like you know not Tomb Raider couldn't they have come up with their own idea and it could have still just been as great but now nah, it's Tomb Raider again you know that's why I think it's pretty sweet about The Last of Us and what the first one was how like Naughty Dog has just always I felt made amazing great they've always at least had one amazing great game Crash Bandicoot Jack and Daxter games I don't know. Did they do Ratchet and Clank? That was someone else. <laughs> I okay. don't remember who. Because I was, I was a huge and still am a big Jack and Daxter fan. I, I want to stream it Jack again because they re-released good. it, remastered. They, those yeah, got a little crazy it. as well too, though. Like the they first did. one was just like, like you jump and you have and then and then you're like turning in demons and shit. Uh, but Ratchet and Clank, real they, quick, like, Insomniac Games. Oh, that's who yeah, was the developer. That is not, yeah, gotcha. Okay, because then like, and then Naughty Dog, like they made you know they made those cute Crash Bandicoot, Jack and Daxter, and then they they really fucking showed that they had balls in their company when they made The Last of Us. Yeah, they also. And I remember when it came out, and I remember reading a ten out of ten and everything in Game Informer. All my friends were saying it's the best game ever, and like I played it for the first time like last year, and so I don't know how long, but maybe like. Five, six years, maybe five years. It came out ago. Five years ago, it came out. I think maybe now closer to six. I think, and I played it last year. And even I'm saying, holy shit, that game fucking rocks. Five years later, I've never played The Last of Us. I really want to, though. dude. You like? Well, that here was the thing: is it was PlayStation exclusive, and my friend, my friend's friend, was selling his PlayStation for like two hundred dollars. But I think for me, he sold it for me for one fifty because it was my we had a mutual friend. So, so he gave me his PlayStation, a controller, and he gave me two games. I don't think he got me The Last of Us. I think I had to get that myself. But my friend, the mutual friend, my friend Ray, the Jedi Master, the <laughs> IT at work. That's his name. Jedi Master is his name. He goes, dude, just just buy it. And I think he even goes, I'll buy you the game. I just remember, here we are five years later, and this guy is still pushing on me about that I need to stream The Last of Us. I need to still be getting on it. He's like, you're a gamer. You haven't done it. If you want to be a real streamer and a real gamer, you got to do The Last of Us. I was like, you're right, you're right. So I bit my tongue. I burn a hole in my wallet. I dropped it for the PlayStation, and I got The Last of Us. And God damn, was it, was it good? Well, I, I've never played it. It really was. I watched a little bit it of a really, Let's Play, and, and it looked incredible, but... I've never played it. Oh man, it's there's I got to say there's a big difference between watching it versus playing it. There's a huge difference. There really is. Cuz I'm just like, all right, I'm watching it like maybe I should, you know, I I get it. I see what it's about. Nah, man, you play it, it's different. You're watching the world. Well, you play it, you're in the world. And it's it's such so different in an awesome way. You're more invested in the story. You I didn't I didn't know what the hell was going on. I knew nothing about it. And I was learning it along the way, and it was an adventure. It was a huge adventure and an awesome adventure. Yeah, they also made the uh, oh, the wrong. Uncharted games, which and were also very highly regarded. Held. Yeah, like people really like the Uncharted series. Never played those either. Uh, I, I played a little bit of but the I'm first st- one actually, but you know, from my understanding, each new game, you know, two, three, and then four. I don't think there's a fifth, but each new game was was better than the last one. You know. They, they improved on yeah. something. And uh, I don't know, Naughty Dog, I'm looking, I pulled up their, like, you know, gameography or whatever you want to call it, just like the games mm-hmm. they've released. 
when you get real old, yeah, you get some weird shit. But if <laughs> you look at basically <laughs> like 2000 onward, uh, or maybe like late 90s onward, they got some great shit in here, dude. Yeah, all the Jax games. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Yep. Uncharted, mm-hmm. Last of Us. Um, I guess that's really about it. About it. It's just the Jackson, all that stuff. Because yeah, before that you got like Way of the Warrior, 1994. What the hell is that? What is Keith <laughs> Way the, the King? Warrior? This this Keith the King. Yeah. That, Keith Keith the King. What's it's the like some that? kind of hair metal Keith dude and drink mead nail wrenches. I don't even know. A Boy in His Lockpick is a video game designed by Naughty Dog. Uh, MS-DOS. I mean, it's just really old, I guess. It may, who knows? Maybe it was a masterpiece. I have no idea. But, yeah, you know, they don't release a lot of games, but when they do release a game, it's uh, it's good. It's, yeah, they, they... I don't know. I'm just going to chalk it up to as simple as they just take their time. They, yeah, they... And they know when they got they it. They do, yeah. Once they hit... Once they got the formula down for Uncharted, you know, they were cranking one out every two years... Um, but even that, you know, is more time they spend on like a Call of Duty game. Those come out yearly. But it's kind of because they have two teams oh, working on like alternating schedules. But um, yeah, I don't know. You know, Naughty Dog. They have those they have a great track record, and I yeah. don't really know what they're doing. That's next. other than I saw that they made um when when they were making The Last of Us because I didn't know that Uncharted was a Naughty Dog game. Like it just. When I think Uncharted, I I don't know. I don't think a Naughty Dog, but when I think of Jack and Daxter and and The Last of Us and Crash Bandit, I, I I'm like, oh, Naughty Dog. So like, oh, where was I going with this? I'm, I'm <laughs> slipping my mind now. That happens to me a lot. Uh, I, I was just gonna say like, when I think of Naughty Dog, I just think like, you can trust these guys on making a good game. Yeah, there's. I don't think they'll ever fall to. I just feel like their rep isn't like their rep is, oh, they make decent games. I feel like Naughty Dog's rep is they at least make good and or great games. Yeah, and, you know, there's not a lot of developers who kind of hit that same thing. You know, you got Blizzard. If Blizzard releases a game, you know that at some point during its lifespan, it will be a better than average to great to amazing game, you know? Like, yeah. But they spend so long on every single one of their titles. Um, Then you got CD Projekt Red, the Witcher guys. They honestly, as far as I know, have like a flawless track record of just every game people being like, holy shit. And so basically (laughs) anything they release, I'm like, let's go. I'm going to the store right now to buy it. (laughs) Um, Rockstar has some, some shitty games in there, but the majority are mm-hmm. pretty good. And then Bethesda. Didn't Rockstar, didn't they make, um, is it Larry's Mansion or something? Larry's Playboy Mansion? Oh, Leisure Suit Larry? Uh, yeah. I don't know if that was Rockstar, actually. I would hope not. They made Manhunt, which was <laughs> really controversial. Yeah, that's right. Leisure. Nah, it was banned in Britain and a few other... Well, Manhunt 2, at least. Yeah, it was banned in England and a few other places. That's right. I forgot Leisure about that shit. Larry is Sierra Entertainment, which is interesting. Mm. They are more of an average yeah. company, I would say. In the, yeah, yeah, definitely. They have sure. a lot of absolute garbage. Um, I, and I hate to say this, but I'm pretty sure they were the ones that were doing the Buffy the Vampire Slayer games, which yeah, that seems like for Buffy the Vampire do. Slayer rocked. If you're a Buffy fan, then that then in your opinion, those games fucking rocked. Which which 
They do. I guess Sierra Entertainment was involved in some way, shape, or form in Diablo 2. I don't know. They just kind of... When I searched mm. for Sierra Online, they or Sierra Entertainment, they Diablo 2 showed up. So I don't know. Maybe they were involved in that in some way. But yeah, they got a lot of like Leisure Suit Larry, which any game... Oh, man. Yeah, here's one just called Soft Porn Adventure. <laughs> hey, so now. any game where it's basically just softcore porn that you can interact with I just am like no man that, no thank you can we play real games please <laughs> but Sierra did make either that or just give me full blown porn yeah like... but let's not go too far into that subject but just in general if you're making porn games I lose respect for your company a little bit because <laughs> um, <laughs> games you. you know you've already got porn there's no reason to make your video games porn I mean I guess the VR space is a little different but anyways Sierra, especially I know, someone I called think, Leisure Suit Larry Sierra Entertainment Fear did they make fear yes they kind Sierra made fear I think they were involved in it in some way shape form yeah Warner Bros and how did that game go over because like so, Fear 1, my dad had when I was really young, and it was really cool looking, and I never got to play it. Uh, Fear 2 was pretty cool, and then Fear 3, I liked a lot, but I think some people didn't. I don't think it was like a big hit or anything. But in terms of like the story or whatever, I have no idea. There's a little girl, she shows up sometimes. There's like a mom, she shows up sometimes. There's like... Little girl just randomly appears. I want cookies. Yeah, there's like uh, mind controlled super soldiers. I don't know. Hmm. The game was cool because you could slow down time and fuck people up in slow motion. Uh, which was just really, really cool. You know, little gimmick. There was there was another game that people hated that I loved. I think it was like Time Shift or something. But you could slow down time, fast forward yeah. time, pause time. <laughs> Me and my friends I remember would just that. like pause time, pump like two clips of shotgun blasts into the dude, then unpause time and he would just explode. And so, I don't know, I've always, <laughs> I've always been a fan of the time, you know, the, the games that let you distort time in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Uh, especially the shooters, just because like... Uh, it's fun to dick around. Yeah. Ah. But uh, super hot. Do you do you ever see that or hear about that? Mm, Since we're on the subject no. of time, uh, in in shooter games specifically, super hot is like a first person shooter where time only moves if you're moving. So if you're not moving, time freezes and you can Stops. see bullets in midair and shit. And uh, I don't know, dude. Can dodge yeah, you can dodge bullets, you can shoot people, grab guns out of other people's hands, grab swords out of midair and stuff. Like if if you That's actually a pretty sweet if idea. If you haven't for, seen like, gameplay of that, definitely go watch it, because it's extremely cool. <laughs> it's extremely cool. I've always wanted to play it, um, but it, I'm pretty sure it's a VR game, so I, I just don't have the ability to. But it looks really, really fun. <laughs> and I hope they... I was thinking about investing in a virtual reality towards the end of the year and everything. I'm really waiting for uh, something that makes me want it, you know, other than the fact that it's VR. Like... Well, I was going to say, I wanted to save this for, like, when we could get Dante on the show, but I was going to say for, um... He he, show, he told me to check out the game because it's only on virtual reality called um, Exorcist the Legion. And... 
that looks very good and very intense for virtual reality. Yeah. Like, to me, that looked like one of the games that he was saying. He goes, there are games that are made for virtual reality that suck, and then there are some that are all right, and there are some that are just it's the only way to do it and it's the best way to do it. And he said the exorcist was like one of those games that it's the only way and the best way to do it. I haven't seen any live footage, but I, I looked up some, um, some pictures online and I watched like a little trailer for it. Oh like, yeah. That shit looks a good, creepy yeah, thing. And scary he's like, games would work really well in VR in general, I believe just because, of, yeah. you know, they're going to scare you no matter what. Especially if you're like turning your yeah. own head and stuff, <laughs> that extra layer of immersion. Yeah, that's why I'm like I'm not too sure about certain shooters, but he did say there was one shooter that was good that I'll have to ask him about. He said that worked great on the VR. Yeah, I, I watched some people play some VR shooting games, and it was a little weird because to move, like your character in the game is essentially stationary. Like you pivot from where you're standing and and look around and shoot. Um, but you can't actually walk. And a lot of these VR games have you do, like, a teleport-style deal where you can, like, teleport to where you're pointing and then it just moves, like, you to that position where you are, again, just stationary. They got to figure out some way to, like, smoothly integrate being able to walk. And I think there's some games that have, like, let you do that, but, you have you know, it's like with the Oculus. You don't have the hand inputs. You, like, just have a controller and you can look around and stuff. But I don't think they've really hmm. figured out the walking around thing with uh, VR, which, you know, is, is kind of yeah, huge, well, kind of huge. I, I didn't think of it like this somewhat, but it made sense. Dante told me for, like, the good ones, it's like there's three cameras that you use to help capture movement for virtual reality. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But I'm like, oh, if you've got the vibe, yeah, I still yeah get, like, that's how true. You... Yeah, I'm like, but I'm still just like, how do you get movement down? And well, everything? with the vibe, it's... It kind of eliminates, to a certain extent, the uh, what I was talking about. But you can move around within that certain space. But like, you're you're restrained like within the game, within the space that the cameras can pick you up. Because if you get too close to the edge, like, then in the game, usually like a checkered wall appears or something to show you that you're about to go outside of the bounds where it'll like be able to detect you. And so it's not like you can mm, walk okay. forward indefinitely, you know. Like, you'd have yeah. to, like, I don't know, pause the game, take ten steps backwards, and then you'd have ten steps more of forward movement. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. But yeah. <laughs> it just seems kind of clunky right now. And, uh, yeah, I'm waiting for them to, like, really, really work it all out and get it a little more affordable. Like, if they want it to not be a gimmick or, or you know, just, like, a little fad, they're really going to have to make it not, like, $800 to get the setup. Yeah, he was telling me right now for that VR set, it's like for for the whole bundle package, I guess is like five hundred dollars. And I don't know if that comes with the third camera. And he told me like if you, to do it right, right, you'd want to drop the extra seventy five dollars for the third camera. So really, it's more like close to six hundred dollars, I guess, for it and everything. On top to do of it all good. on top of the computer, you would have to have to handle it. Um, yeah, I think mine could handle it fine. I might want to if I'm going to do that. Excuse me. I might want to upgrade my graphics card a little bit more. But, yeah, but just in terms yeah, of like know. a general consumer, like you're you're a streamer, so obviously you're gonna have a better average computer, you know. But like someone who who wants VR because they think it looks cool, you know, they're looking at you know a six hundred dollar price tag plus the cost of a computer that's able to run it plus the cost of the game. So you're looking at like you know, if you want to fuck around with shit. VR uh, and you don't 
do the PlayStation VR thing, which honestly I, it released and I have no idea anything about it after it got released, like if it's any good or not. I heard like it's it's okay from what I've heard. I heard it's like it's all right. I've and actually stuff, just and heard it's, it's fun. nothing about it. So I think that's just because it's like people don't want to admit that it might suck, <laughs> but it's decent. I don't know. That's how I feel like when something releases and no one says anything. Like I mean, not even says bad things. Like I felt like I would have heard, you know, seen an article or something. Like I just heard. Oh, yeah, nothing. then I should I shouldn't be saying crash and burn. Yeah, I think it's just like it's silently dies. just there. It's a step in the right direction, but they still have work to be done for sure. Yeah, so if the PlayStation One is not, you know, a solid entry point, then you're looking at having to get a computer and stuff like that. And so to experience VR, um, you're looking at like two grand or something, you know basically to to even be able to set it up and try it out and so that's you know my computer could probably handle some vr games as well you know so i'm kind of also excluded from that but just in terms of like accessibility you know they're really gonna have to make vr easier to get into and cheaper before it really takes off and they're gonna need some titles more like resident evil 7 you know because that has vr integration they're gonna need some yeah that was that one looked like it would be. A, I played that. Resident Evil Seven, and the whole time I was like, "Man, if this was on VR, I'd probably have shit myself." Like, <laughs> so yeah, you know, I real. want. But it's like scary games. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, scary games would be awesome." But like, what about like normal games? Like, how would you make a VR Grand Theft Auto or something? You know what I mean? Yeah. Could you even oh, do man. it? Probably not. That's why I don't care to get too invested in VRs and stuff at the moment. Like, horror games, yeah. But, like, the shoot, yeah, for real. You hit it because it works for this genre. But, you know, the horror genre, I don't know. You got to have it cover everything. You got Or try to, at least, for, like, Call of Duty. And, uh... Yeah, oh, man. Even Crackdown. Call of Duty VR? That? Like, what would that even be like? Like... <laughs> It'd be fucking crazy Make for me sure. Make just vomit everywhere, like <laughs> motion sickness <laughs> up the ass. Because I do get nauseous. The the like two times I've ever oh, used one, they yeah they did make me a little nauseous. Um, and I don't know if that's something you can really like get used to or something. I'm not really, I don't really know. No, yeah, I've never really had much of an issue with motions, the motions and stuff. Normally, I don't. It was just specifically the fact that like. You know, my eyes and my brain were like, we should, you know, you're at the top of a, like, 100-story building. Your body's like, why am I not feeling, <laughs> you know, anything that makes it feel like I'm on top of a 100-story building? So, I don't know. It's just like that weird disconnect, I think, that just makes me, like, nauseous. I don't know. But, uh, you know, yeah. they'll, they'll need to figure all that stuff out before VR can really become a thing. Um, otherwise, it's just going to be, like, a niche a niche thing like something that you go to something maybe like an arcade or like six flags will have them you know places where you're like you don't interact with them all the time you go to six flags they're like hey you want to watch like a jurassic park scene in uh, vr or something and you're like oh yeah and then and then they have like you know again we're the 4d stuff where they spray you with water and all that and then now you can also look around you know i think vr is going to kind of turn into something like that like kind of Something to be utilized by, like, stores and stuff like that. Uh, although... Kind of like oh, virtual reality might be coming up as the um, reinvented 
arcade because it'll be so expensive that maybe only companies can really market it and get it into the public. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be a household gaming thing, at least not for a while. Not for a while. Um, but you know, I've seen, I've seen tech demos of like, um, you know, for like a person making a robot or something they can like pull up a vr diagram and kind of like dissect it in midair and see exactly where each little like nut and screw goes and uh you know i think as a tool like an educational tool it'll probably find you know places for that and but yeah i think it's definitely going to turn into like hey let's go to the vr dome you know and (laughs) hang out there because i just don't think it's going to be a household thing at least not for, like I said, no. a, quite a while. Not exactly how you're saying about your NVIDIA stuff, and uh, they're they're using the... I can't think of the friggin' tech term that it's used to take over the computer and stuff so that they just trans... So uh, you can for... remote access. You can remote access uh, their souped-up computers that NVIDIA's going to be having. Yeah, stuff, essentially so that, that can... is what it is, yeah. And that, that just sounds, honestly incredible like if they could if they could get that working because i think it's been trying to be, like companies have tried to do it in the past uh streaming uh you know a game to your computer to allow you to play it for anyone who doesn't know nvidia now i, I believe that's what it's called maybe it's geforce now it's uh if you have an old laptop you know obviously not prehistoric but like something that could not run doom for instance you know in any way shape or form you can sign up for nvidia now and they stream the game with max settings to your computer, so your computer, the only thing it actually handles is streaming the data. You know, it doesn't actually handle running the game at all. That's what they have there, like supercomputers that you essentially, I guess, rent while you're playing the game. Not 100% sure how the back end works. I'm not, I'm not, you know, part of NVIDIA or anything. But, uh, yeah, they're like, as long as you have a, at this point, better than average internet connection, you can stream like Doom or something directly to you know your older laptop that doesn't even have a dedicated graphics card and play it on ultra settings and stuff like that. So yeah, it looks like it's called it's Nvidia, but I guess for sure it's GeForce it now. It is GeForce now. I'm Nvidia, just checking okay. out now. So yeah, it, and so I mean it's it's Nvidia's GeForce now is how they yeah, got yeah, it, yeah. you know. But that'll be cool if they're able to pull it off and from it right now it's in beta and i did sign up for it i just haven't mm-hmm. been accepted or anything like that because i want to I, I do want to try it out but no one really knows when it goes live if it's going to be you know you pay for it or i you're definitely going to have to pay for it there's you know no question but how much yeah, are you going to have to pay for this? it um but that's essentially like you know other than the fact that you have to own the game it's kind of like netflix for games you know what i mean like you just like stream the game to your computer like the only difference is you have to actually wow. own the game netflix okay. you, you know watch whatever they're hosting but yeah i mean to play doom you have to own um, Doom. but i got this little chart from it or whatnot and they go geforce now free beta it's a chart right now um they got fortnite rainbow six siege PUBG, and arc survival evolved well fortnite they have two different bars they got a green bar and a blue bar the green bar is for the GeForce Now, GeForce Now, with high settings. They are able to push it at 120 frames per second. That's the green bar. And for Fortnite, for low settings, is 20 frames per second. Now, it says at the bottom that it goes 
tested on a $400 notebook with Intel Pentium N4200 processor and Intel High Definition Graphics 505. So I I don't think that's exactly something that can be handled. Oh, absolutely. Gaming and I general. mean that's just an integrated so, graphics card. Those things are absolute trash. Yeah, so that's them I guess saying it, it can be done. Uh, it, it can be it can be you know streamed remote access to your average Joe shit, whether you want it low or high settings. But I guess maybe whatever software you need might just be able to have to handle. Maybe the frames per second, I guess? I, I don't yeah, know. But... It's, I don't exactly know how that works. Because it makes sense. You know, they have a supercomputer. It can play it at whatever frames they can get. You know what I mean? But, um... Yeah. So I guess as long as you're... P- well, you know, I guess it's saying even if you have shit frames, you don't have to worry about having the hardware. We'll ha- just You handle your frames... And we'll handle physically running the game and everything, and we'll just throw it your way. But as you were saying, it's going to require a lot of bandwidth and everything. Yeah. On your internet I'm connection. really looking forward to testing it out because even games like, um, you know, you mentioned Ark Survival. You'd be better at that than me. I don't think I could bother testing it because my PC is good alone. But well, maybe I could. But you'd be the good little guinea pig for that to give good <laughs> well, feedback. The thing is, is like my computer can run Ark Survival Evolved, but it can run it at like 30 FPS on the lowest settings. So it's mm-hmm. like, even though I do have a computer that can play most games, no problem, uh, unless they're unoptimized piles of garbage like Ark, uh, you know, I would much rather, if it works flawlessly, just stream it and get 120 frames, you know, even though I could run it without yeah. having to do that. But I don't know, like, I don't know. I don't know enough about how it works, and I don't think anybody really does uh, to be able to yeah, answer well, any questions. The next questions. Rainbow Six Siege... Their high settings is 90 frames, and then their low settings is 7 frames. PUBG, high frames, 60 frames. Their low frames, 2 frames. So it's like, I think it's just... What does low frames mean? Like, if the lowest the frame rate ever goes? I think, yeah, before it gets all... I'm not too sure. How is... (laughs) I'm I'm about to figure this shit out right now, for sure. Because I've... It's been a term that I've been meaning to look up and understand more. And get it. Let me see. What the whole yeah, uh, remote so access thing? Or like what this is? What FPS, like the logistics behind it, what it's about and how it, it, it all works. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that goes into FPS. Like how it runs. Like you could be looking at that for the next like four hours. Um, but... You know, this this kind of thing is, is very cool, and I would like to see this happen because, you know, most people have a shitty laptop laying around um, mm-hmm. that may not be able to afford to pick up, like, a PS4 or something, and maybe they want to play these games. I don't know. I guess, I guess, for the most part, most people who would call themselves gamers or enjoys games has a way to play the games they want to play, be it console or PC. Um, so maybe it's not filling a hole that's, you know, quite as large as I was about to say it was, but, you know, it could definitely open up, um, the gaming world to people who maybe, especially the PC gaming world, to people who have never gotten a chance to experience it. Well, the frames per second was exactly pretty much what I thought it was, but never hurts to just refresh your mind on what the real definition is. It's just pretty much, obviously, just how quick the picture refreshes. Oh, yeah, everything. yeah. Yeah, I think 
But I guess what they're saying is for this chart is like if if you're trying if your computer only does like 60 frames per second and you want to you can probably take advantage of Fortnite's 120 frames per second but there's probably no point or whatnot to it if your thing can't even keep yeah, up with well, it. That not that it might it not come, f you up. At that point, it would come down to your monitor's refresh rate because if you're yeah. So I think what they're doing is they're showing you the scale on like, okay, all you really need to be taking advantage of the of the uh, what is it again? The GeForce Now stuff is just make sure you got a mo- make sure you got your bandwidth down to handle the stream thro- that we're throwing at you, and just make sure that you're lowest frame rate of a monitor according to this chart is at least 20 so that way you could take advantage of fortnite rainbow six siege player knows battleground and arc survival evolved and if you want to take complete max of it then go for a 120 oh, okay. Here, i actually just found um internet requirements geforce now requires a 25 megabit per second internet download speed we recommend 50 mbps or higher so 50 well, no shit. Uh, is, that's pretty high. That's that's yeah. pretty up there. I mean, I only was getting 46 when I did my test just a second ago. So I technically, and that's their recommended. Like, yeah, and you're not gonna like people like yeah. I don't got fios. I wish I did. Like hell, I wish. You ain't gonna get that though. Average gamers aren't gonna be getting that. Some of them can, but not everybody. Yeah. So, and then you take it into consideration, you know, you take into consideration the guys that might still be living with their parents, or they got roommates, or they got kids, there are other people on your on your network sucking up the data, like... Yeah, that's true. If you're, uh, if you're, hey, it's beta, maybe they'll tweak it so maybe they can do something uh, to I don't know if there's anything to even it or tweak, make it not to as be demanding. honest. I think it's going to be a hefty yeah. thing no matter what. And yeah, I mean, if you're doing yeah. this kind of shit on your internet connection, then yeah, you're right. There's a good chance someone else trying to load a YouTube video. Good fucking luck. It's a nice thought. It's a good idea. It, it comes down to what I was trying to do with my business, a video game lounge. We're just trying to... It's just GeForce trying to do something to help get more people and get onto the PC gaming if they want to, like me. But for me, and for most gamers, if you want PC, you just you got to sink your own money and just build your own computer. It's, yeah, there's it's really no the only real way no still. There's no real easy solution. There's no quick fix unless you're by a gaming lounge place that has high-end PCs for you to play. Or maybe if you're living at home and you don't have any brothers or sisters and you're the only one on the internet, then maybe you can take advantage of this and that could be your solution to it. But other than that, your best thing to do is Buy still PC, just yeah. build your own PC or, or, or yeah, or well, have, I don't know. We'll see, I, you end. know, keeping my eye on this. Cause like I said, you know, there's, there's games like Arma three and stuff that my computer just can't run very well that I've really would like to be able to play. And, um, if I could pay $10 a month and play those games on, like, great FPS and stuff like that through these, you know, NVIDIA's hardware, I will absolutely do it, but I have to see that it's, you know, actually a working product first mm-hmm. and something that... It'll probably just be like... Uh, I'm just wondering, like... All right, well, here's the thing. They're talking about... Did they mention anything about upload speeds mm, would no. be required? I don't think you would have to... The only thing you'd really be sending back to them would be your mouse and keyboard inputs. So that wouldn't really be, you know, that crazy. Right, then again, right, if your internet right, speeds are slow right. and it takes fucking forever for you, you, you know, you move the mouse, 
it hits the server like a like... second later even, you know, you're going to feel that disconnect. It's your ass in the game. Well, that's that's one thing that, like, I think is so important, especially if you're in a streaming realm like myself, but even gamers too and things. And these internet providers, man, they just talk about download speeds. Well, Jack, you got to keep in mind your upload speeds for gaming, 100%. you got to keep that yeah. in mind. It's an important thing, and that's something that they – that's why if iOS rocks, it's it's 50 down and 50 up. Spectrum, 36 down, 6 up. Verizon's internet? Verizon's internet was fucking garbage last ratings that I was checking. They're talking about one, two upload with like 10 download. It's like, what are you that's, talking that's about, That's the internet Jack? I had as a kid right there. That's, that's garbage. I would, you I would get like 8 and 1.5 down and up when I was a kid. And there you got me confused. I'm like, hold up. Are we talking about Fios still? Or are you talking about your cable internet? Oh, well, we have Fios in Albany, but uh, it's not in your neighborhood. So we're we're talking about just internet cable. But you're gaming. That's that's all you need. That's, that's all you need. <laughs> I'm not just gaming. I'm streaming. Yeah, you'll be fine with that. Mm, hit, you don't know what the fuck you're talking you with the about. salesman technique. Yeah, don't fucking try and punk me, man. Like gamers, we should be knowing what we need to pull off. That's that's the thing. If you're console gaming, you might really not know the logistics behind what's needed. I mean, you could probably have things. an okay gaming experience online with those kinds of connections. But you're yeah, gonna, yeah, you're gonna yeah, for have gaming some itself. lag and stuff like that probably. But yeah, if you're streaming on top of it, no, nah, I mean you definitely have to worry about oh. your internet at that point. Your download might be safe, but it's that upload that you're looking at. You, just, you got whatever your game upload is, and then whatever frames you're also trying to put up to, to Twitch and stuff. And you also got to take your own hardware into consideration on it. And derp, herp, herp, and derp. Yeah. Yeah. All right, crew. So I got I got a question for you and, and anybody listening um, because I'm genuinely curious. Um <laughs> So the other day, I was at lunch, uh, eating at a uh, smokehouse style. You know, I got a like brisket sandwich, some beans. It was mm. delicious. Um, Sounds good. Man. Went there with a friend of mine. Uh, behind him was was a TV, and on it they had the Olympics playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were it was curling, and I was thinking like, <laughs> just where where do curlers come from in like, the Winter Olympics? No, I just mean, like, what kid, you know, is like, oh, I'm going to try out for football. I'm going to try out for basketball. I'm going to devote my life to curling so I can play it at the Olympic level. All right, let me... Who does that? I got to add, like, when you... Because I didn't see that one, and I don't watch the Olympics too often. Define what is curling. Is Is it seriously just, like, what are they doing? Cur- okay, so if you don't even know what curling is, this is going to sound even weirder. Let's so assume ice. It's uh, ice. Um, there's kind of like this big rock with a handle on it. That's oh, like it's kind of really like polished. a shuffleboard, but it's the ice. Yeah, thing. but they, the they two dudes curling? with the brooms. I don't know. I, I don't know. But the two dudes with the brooms that like sweep in front yeah, of the no, rock. I, all it's... right, I know that. I was. That's why I was like, I don't. I, I'm thinking like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and that's why I'm like, this like is curling, curling, yeah, yeah, curling no, iron. I'm like, this is Winter Olympics. No, I know what you're talking. That's such a dumb name to call it i think i'm sure there might be a reason but i'm like that's a dumb name all right keep going now but yeah, right. like what i've just uh, that's the question where 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 do these people because you got a curling team for every country you know there's like the yeah the 
you know, European curling team to African curling team, you know, Russian curling team. Russia, I can understand because it's like frozen. Uh, I'm going to chalk it up to a long, long time ago in a country far, far away. Someone just got really drunk and said, let's just make this a sport because and put it in the Olympics. Because <laughs> my thought is like that game, it makes me – the reason why I am a little interested in that game is because of the bar games, shuffleboard. And mm, when yeah. I was younger, when my mom – we would go out to bar rests, bar slash restaurants. Well, my mom was dating my stepdad at the time. We would always go out while they would be at the bar having their drinks. I'd be next to them at those, you know, little TV box computer game things, you know? And yeah. um, that's what I would be playing. I'd be playing, like, the video shuffleboard. And that's why I took an interest in when that's on the Olympics because I'm like, oh, that brings me I, – I play that. I kind of know what it's all about. And it's just big shuffleboard but ice. So – I'm going to chalk it up to someone a long time ago got really shit-faced and said, hey, let's make this an Olympic game, but we'll make it intense for winter, and the shuffleboard will be ice. <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> well, that's probably pretty accurate, but the it just, it just confuses me because the, the curlers that I saw were like mid-20s, mm. which means they were probably born you know, back in the 90s. When I, when I was a kid, I wasn't like, I'm going to play – I'm going to be a curler. Like, I almost feel like someone from, like, the Olympic Foundation comes to your parents' door and knocks and is like, your firstborn will be a curler. You have no choice. We comes need wielding them for a the American a, curling team. Comes a big old torch in a, in a friggin', um, oh, God, what was it? A toga and a toga and everything. It's just like, your son <laughs> is meant to play in the Olympics or your daughter. As a curler. Because, yeah, javelin throwing. I could totally understand why someone would want to practice and be good at javelin throwing. That's kind of badass. Like jumping or running. Yeah, sure. Sliding a rock across the ice while two dudes broom, like, out in front of it. Just, you know, not not too sure what that's all about. But, you know, if, if kids are into that, you know. If my son were to come to me and be like, I want to be a professional, professional curler. My first question would be, Why? And the second thing I'd say is uh, go for it, you know, whatever you want to do. But but, but I would definitely ask why. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the Olympics are cool, though. The Olympics are cool. Don't really watch them that much. It just happen to be on. Well, the sweet thing a whole about the curling thing is, like, as silly as that whole topic is and in, in professional, it to go into my bullshit segment to connect them is it gives me hope and everything that I can get far with blackjack in casinos because – I went to the casino last night, and you know, I got in. This, I looked kind of good. I was a little business casual, professional. Look, I took a couple selfies. Like, oh, Crew Steel's about to be hitting the casino. We're taking it from gaming to table games. Oh, Here you got go. The, the business cash. Oh yeah, man. I had my hair pulled. I got long hair. Had that pulled back suit jacket. I look. I look kind of hot. I'm not gonna lie. I, I felt confident. I was veiny. And um, if <laughs> here's the thing: if you're watching someone's Snapchat story and they're having a big buildup that they're getting dressed up, they got some money and they're going to a casino. And if that's all their Snapchat shows, then you can bet money that that person lost. If they stop taking pictures <laughs> yeah. after that, you know they didn't win nothing because they're gonna be flaunting that they won. So it was pretty obvious on my Snap story that I got the shit kicked out of me. <laughs> That is that is true. I didn't think about that because I kept checking and I was like, he hasn't posted any pictures of like inside the casino. Do they not let you take pictures or something? No, it's just I didn't want to show me getting the crap kicked out of me. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun though. But like, if they're gonna be having those like kind of silly games in the Olympics, then it gives me hope that and and the fact that there are tactics behind blackjack that you can 
you can make a living off of, but I'm not trying to make a living off the game. I just want to know that when I go out there, I have, I'm going to be on the better side of getting some money and I'll win more frequent than the normal guy. Cause last night I was just gambling. And if they're going to take curling and they're going to make that an event and everything and make that like a big deal, which it obviously is, then it kind of gives me amateurness hope that I can turn my blackjack game around and I could start winning more and taking it serious that there is a reason to be taking curling serious it is a big event these people are getting paid some money and there are championships and tournaments that are be having that are being made for these things and it gives me hope for my blackjack game that i can turn it around and come out positive again and and, and we'll see a much different snap story ending than last night's <laughs> <laughs> i've uh, i've never been to a casino um oh man they're they're so nice they're nice they're fun they they seem really fun uh, and I, I I understand there's free drinks. Usually. There can be. Is that there can if and, and... if you're like doing pretty good or something, they might comp you a drink or something because you're having a good time or whatnot or something. I, I'm not too sure. I've never been comped anything yet, but it can happen out there. They take note on if you're a regular and everything and stuff. Like oh yeah. They, that might be the old system. The casino that I was at last time, I signed up to, for one of their club cards or whatnot for you to sign up for, and it's like a reward system. Well, they get the, this card. They swipe it every time you go to play a table game or a slot game, and they keep track of all the legitimate money you are spending in their casino, and that might be the new system for them to increase complimentary stuff to people that they might miss before. Well, I watched a Lewis Thoreau documentary about, like, high rollers, I think they're called. People mm -hmm. who go to the casino and just fucking blow Big crazy amounts of money. It honestly made me a little mad. This dude was sitting there. He had the fattest stack of hundreds I've ever seen. He was talking to Lewis Thoreau. He was sitting in a corner with, like, six slot machines around him. And he just sat in a swivel chair and just kept feeding $100 bills into oh these slot God. machines. He's doing good. Just having a just having a casual conversation he wasn't even winning he's like you know some people one of those things that. you just keep putting money and eventually it'll be a jackpot and then like right after he said mm -hmm. that one of them went off and he's like oh yeah you see there you go and he just kept like didn't even stop to see what he won or anything he just mindlessly just putting hundred dollar bills into these machines and i'm like yo that's so wow. much money <laughs> well you know like, so if you watch money. like not 21 but if you watch like um what was it some of the 90s ones, like Matt Damon made a movie or whatnot. Uh, I think it was called Rollers or something. He was a poker player. Oh. And then there was, you know, like they talk about... I saw about, that on Netflix. I never yeah, watched it. it's good. It's I think it's a good movie. Well, they talk more casually about trying to make a living off it. They go, you got your personal bank. They have like their normal jobs that they have to decide and that they use to pay their bills, but they keep putting money to the side to build up their, their bankroll. And then they go out and they try and play with that. And I was even telling one of my viewers and friends wolfie last night i was like dude like if you want to go out there and last a while at a table you got to have like like three hundred dollars but you got to be playing at like a ten dollar minimum table and you gotta you you gotta just like i wasn't i, I didn't have a good skill I, I it's been a while since i played my skills to say the least were crappy last night because i haven't played in a long time i was gambling last night i wasn't really playing i was just being dumb i was feeding slot machines like that guy but he had tactics I had no tactics last night. I was just gambling. But, you know, you have your $200, you play your $10 minimums. If you're trying to win, you're trying to be tactical with it, then you you know when to be betting low and when it's time to bet the high and everything and stuff and just keeping an eye on how the cards are being laid out and everything. Yeah, I know I would watch um, Soda Poppin' 
play blackjack online you know the webcam blackjack yeah i was thinking thing. about streaming some of the blackjack just show it off and everything and well i, I gotta well he, he gets i had never i knew there were strategies but i had never realized that they were as in depth as they really are and yeah. it's i you know counting i don't think he was necessarily counting cards i don't know how it works maybe he was i guess he was because he'd be like oh you know we've already seen three threes or something you yeah. know or we see that there's two tens up on the tables that means yeah. there's two tens in the deck like he would talk like that and i'd be like why are you even i i'd never even thought about it like that I was that's like, just, what it like know, i knew when i went to my on what first, I have. yeah when i went to my first casino like four years ago uh, out in Palm Springs, California. It was awesome. It was a beautiful place. I loved it there. Over the course of three days, I made $100 each day. All And here's the thing. I made $300. It was my first time in casinos with family. My mother gave me a $20 bill, and that's how it all started. She gave me a $20 mm. bill, and over three days, I turned that 20 into $300 alone. That's how good I was getting. And it that's comes, pretty good. It comes down to counting, which I was but wasn't doing there but what i was mentally doing is i was just watching the cards i knew that the the shoe where all the cards are held that's what they call it the shoe i guess i knew that it was like a five decks in there and so i just kept looking and trying to just all right it's been a lot of number cards that have been coming out keep your bets low at for that and then when you notice you've had a lot of low number cards coming out all right, now maybe start to bet a little bit more because the tens and the high numbers are about to be coming out because it's they've gotten so depleted. Uh, okay, so just the fact that there's a higher chance of you getting that, knowing kind yeah. of what card you're. That's what to I was get, doing. I, I was keeping a basic view that all right, a lot of the number cards are out. Those are the bad low cards. Now the face cards, the big numbers are about to come. Your chances of your tens, your 19s 20s and your blackjacks are about to be coming start increasing your bets a little bit and stuff and things and then that's where my luck was coming in so to speak wasn't a whole lot of luck it was just all right you're making observation of how that those cards are being dealt and where they're at and i wasn't doing that last night last night i was just gambling i was just watching myself i was just watching the dealer's hand and my hand and i was just like i think i can get it i double down here this looks right yeah that's exactly how i played blackjack yeah but there's a thing you can That's exactly be how I think observant it. of it, or you can try and do what Soda Pop's doing, which, which I'm trying to learn that now is, is counting it. There's which is a little bit of a different system than I'm observing it. But anyway, you know, casinos are a lot of fun and stuff. And if curling can be taken like that, then I know that I can be taking my blackjack <laughs> game to a next level and a better. We've level. kind of been shitting on curling a little bit, but it's not. It's, you know, it's curling, man. It's curling. I mean, yeah. Are you going to curl? That's true. Other than no. like 50 pounds, maybe. <laughs> No, although I will play bocce ball, which is fairly similar to curling. Um, it's basically curling, but on grass, I guess. I don't know how that was, like croquet or some shit? Like... <laughs> no, it's it's basically the same principle. You throw what's called a bleen, and uh, then you have like four balls, and you try and roll it and get as close to the bleen as you can, and there's uh. teams and stuff. It's cool. It's cool, like backyard game. Used to play it with my family and stuff when we were kids. But um, yeah, I mean, game. we were gonna keep this uh, bullshit section hateful. a little shorter just because we did talk for quite a while about everything else. So you know, maybe maybe next week we'll try and have a little bit longer of a of a bullshit section, uh, perhaps. Who Since knows? Dingo knows? brought it up, I That's just want to do a throwback. He said backyard. Here's a throwback: backyard baseball on the PC, man. <laughs> Never even heard of it. Nice. Heard about backyard wrestling on the PS2 though. There, another throwback. So, 
Well, and with those two that games, also, then yeah, backyard wrestling, backyard baseball, go retro. Yeah, tell if you're in chat and you casually play in a curling league, uh, please tell me because I want to know what that's like. Because from my understanding, if you're playing curling, you're either in the Olympics or the game is never played. Um, <laughs> I don't know where <laughs> where you can play you. curling casually. And also, yeah, yeah, I hope you win lots and lots of curling matches. Have a good one, guys. Have a nice one, guys. Thanks for checking out the second episode. Later. See ya. You were a phonograph. I was a kid. I sat with an ear close, just listening. Was there when the rain tapped away down your face? You were a miracle. I was just Time has a way of throwing it all in your face The past she is haunted, the future is laced Heartbreak, you know, drives a big black car I swear I was in the backseat, just minding my own Some of your stories mean all 